third deed of the acts of thomas from the apocryphal acts of paul peter john andrew and thomas by bernard pick this librivox recording is in the public domain the acts of thomas third deed about the dragon chapter thirty and the apostle went forth to go where the lord had bidden him and when he came near the second milestone he turned a little out of the way and saw the body of a beautiful youth lying and he said lord was it this that thou broughtest me out to come here that i might see this trial thy will therefore be done as thou proposest and he began to pray and to say lord judge of the living and the dead of the living who stand here and of the dead which are lying here and the lord of all and father father not of the souls that are still in bodies but of those which have left them because thou art lord and judge of the souls still in the bodies come in this hour in which i call upon thee and show thy glory upon him that is lying here and he turned to his companions and said this work has not happened idly but the enemy has wrought and effected this to make an assault and you see that he has availed himself of no other form and has wrought through no other living being but through his subject chapter thirty one and having said this behold a great dragon came forth from his den knocking his head and brandishing his tail down to the ground and said with a loud voice to the apostle i will say before thee why i have killed him since thou hast come here to reprove my works the apostle said yes say on and the dragon there is a certain woman in this place exceedingly beautiful and as she was once passing by i saw her and fell in love with her followed her and watched her and i found this young man kissing her and he also had intercourse with her and did with her other shameful things but to me it were an easy matter to tell thee this but i dare not for i know that thou art the twin brother of the messiah and always bringest our race to naught not wishing to harass her i did not kill him in that hour but i watched him passing by in the evening struck him and killed him and especially as he had dared to do this on sunday and the apostle inquired of him saying tell me of what seed and of what race art thou chapter thirty two and he said to him i am the offspring of the serpent the hurtful of the hurtful i am a son of him who hurt and struck the four brothers that stood i am son of him who sits on the throne and has power over the creature which is under the heaven that takes his own from those to whom he has lent i am the son of him who encircles the globe 
i am kinsman to him who is outside of the ocean whose tail lies in his mouth i am he who went into paradise through the hedge and spoke with eve what my father bade me speak to her i am he who inflamed and fired cain to kill his brother and through me thorns and thistles sprang up in the ground i am he who cast down the angels from above and bound them by the desire of women that earth-born children might be produced by them and that i might work my will in them i am he who hardened pharaoh's heart that he killed the children of israel and subjected them through hard servitude i am he who deceived the multitude the people in the desert when they had made the golden calf i am he that fired herod and inflamed caiaphas to the lying accusation before pilate for this became me i am he that inflamed judas and brought him to deliver the messiah to death i am he that inhabits and holds the abyss of tartarus and the son of god has wronged me against my will and selected his own out of me i am a kinsman of him who is to come from the east to whom also power is given to do whatever he will upon earth chapter thirty three when the dragon had spoken these things before the ears of the multitude the apostle lifted up his voice and said stop now o thou most impudent and be ashamed that thou art wholly useless and weak for thine end the destruction has come and do not dare to say that thou hast done through thy dependence but i command thee in the name of that jesus who even until now makes a fight against you for the sake of those who are his own to suck out the poison which thou hast put into this man and to draw it forth and take it out of him and the dragon said the time of our destruction has not yet come as thou didst say why dost thou force me to take out what i have put in him and to die before the time for my father shall also find his end when he draws forth and sucks out what he has put into the creation and the apostle said to him show now the nature of thy father and the dragon came put his mouth upon the wound of the young man and sucked the poison out of it and in a short time the color of the young man which was like purple grew white and the dragon swelled and when the dragon had drawn up all the gall into himself the young man sprang up and stood and ran and fell at the apostle's feet and the dragon being swelled up shrieked out and died and his poison and gall were poured forth and in the place where his poison was poured forth there was made a great chasm and the dragon was swallowed up and the apostle said to the king and to his brother take workmen 
and fill up the place and lay foundations and build houses above it that there be a dwelling place for strangers chapter thirty four and the young man said to the apostle with many tears what have i sinned against thee for thou art a man having two forms and wherever thou wishest thou art found and art not prevented by any one as i see for i saw that man how he stood beside thee and also said to thee i have many wonders to show by thee and i have to accomplish great works through thee by which thou shalt obtain a reward and thou shalt make many to live and they shall be in repose in eternal life as the children of god do thou therefore said he raise this young man whereby he meant me who has been cast down by the enemy and became his overseer at every time thou hast done well to come hither and again thou shalt well go away to him being not at all forsaken by him and i have been released from care and reproach and a light rose upon me and i was released from the care of the night and rested from the daily work but i was also released from him who exasperated me to do these things i sinned against him who taught me the contrary and i have destroyed that kinsman of the night which forces me to sin by his own practices but i found however that kinsman of mine who is like the light i have destroyed him that darkens and obscures his subjects that they know not what they do and ashamed of their works they abandon them and their deeds have an end but i found him whose works are light and whose deeds are truth of which no one repents whoever does them i was released from him in whom falsehood abides whom darkness as a covering goes before and shame impudent in idleness follows after but i found him who revealed to me what is beautiful to lay hold of it the son of truth the kinsman of concord who driving away the mist enlightens his creation heals its wounds and overthrows its enemies but i entreat thee man of god make me again to behold and see him who is now hidden from me that i may hear also his voice whose wonderfulness i cannot express for it is not of the nature of this bodily organ chapter thirty five and the apostle answered and said to him if thou hast released thyself from those things whose nature as thou hast said thou hast known and knowest who he is who has wrought these things in thee and hast learned and become a follower of him after whom thou now longest through thy ardent love thou shalt see him and be with him for ever in his repose and in his joy 
but if thou art rather carelessly disposed toward him and again returnest to thy former deeds and lettest go that beauty and that beaming countenance which has now been displayed in thee and if the splendor of his light after which thou now longest is entirely hidden from thee thou shalt be deprived not only of this life but also of the future and thou shalt go to him of whom thou didst say that thou hadst destroyed him and thou shalt see him no more whom thou hadst said thou hast found chapter thirty six and when the apostle had said this he went to the city holding the young man by the hand and saying what thou hast seen child is only a little of the many things which god has for not concerning these visible things preaches he the gospel to us but he promises to us greater things than these so long as we are in the body we cannot tell and say what he will give to our souls in the future but if we say that he gives us light this is something visible and we have it already but if we say that he will give us riches they exist and appear already in this world and we name them and we long not for them since it has been said with difficulty will a rich man enter into the kingdom of heaven and if we speak of fine cloaks which the weaklings put on in this life we name them and it has been said they that wear soft things are in kings houses and when we speak of costly dinners we mention things that exist and concerning these we have received a commandment to take heed to ourselves lest at any time our hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and cares of this life and it has been said take no thought for your life what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink nor yet for your body what ye shall put on for the life is more than meat and the body than raiment and if we speak of this temporary rest its judgment has also been appointed and we speak about the upper world about god and angels about watchmen and saints about the ambrosial food and the drink of the true wine about lasting and not obsolescent garments about that which eye hath not seen nor ear heard nor hath come into the heart of sinful men what god has prepared for those that love him of these things we speak and concerning these things we preach the gospel do thou also therefore believe in him that thou mayest live and put thy trust in him that thou shalt not die for he is not to be persuaded by gifts that thou shouldest offer them to him nor does he need sacrifices that thou sacrifice to him but look to him and he will not overlook thee 
turn thou to him and he will not forsake thee for his comeliness and beauty will make thee love him but it permits thee not to turn away from him chapter thirty seven and after the apostle had said this much people were added to the young man and looking about the apostle noticed how they lifted themselves up to see him and they went up into elevated places and the apostle said to them ye men who have come to the assembly of the messiah and who wish to believe in jesus learn from this and see that if you do not get high up you cannot see me who am small and cannot look at me who am like yourselves now if you cannot see me who am like yourselves unless you raise yourselves a little from the earth how can you see him who lives above and is now found below unless you first raise yourselves out of your former behavior and unprofitable deeds and desires which last not and of your riches which must be left behind and of the possession which is of the earth and grows old and of garments which spoil and of the beauty which ages and vanishes away yea even of the whole body in which all this is kept and it grows old and becomes dust returning into its own nature for all these things are only a support for the body but rather believe in our lord jesus christ whom we proclaim that your hope may be upon him and you have in him the eternal life that he may be your companion in this land of wandering a haven in this troublous sea and an overflowing fountain in this thirsty land and a house full of food in the place of the hungry and rest for your souls and also a physician of the bodies chapter thirty eight when the multitude of the assembled heard these things they wept and said to the apostle man of god we dare not say that we belong to that god whom thou preachest because our works which we have done are alien from him not pleasing to him but if he has compassion upon us and pities us and delivers us overlooking our former deeds and frees us from the evil which we have done when we were in error and takes not into account nor keeps the recollection of our former sins we shall become his servants and we shall do his will to the end and the apostle answered and said to them he neither condemns you nor does he reckon against you the sins done by you being in error but he overlooks your transgressions which you have done ignorantly end of the third deed of the acts of thomas 